Welcome to Think Yourself Healthy Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Duranja. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist, cognitive behavior specialist, personal trainer, and recovering perfectionist turned professional half-asser. Thanks for being here and for taking the journey with me from surviving to thriving. Let's dive in with today's episode. Hello, everybody. On today's episode of Think Yourself Healthy, we have a special guest, Megan Cole. She lives in Nova Scotia, Canada, with her husband and two little boys. Alongside being a pediatric nurse, she has been on her entrepreneurial journey for the last seven years. This led her to starting Rise Up, Shine Bright, a women's empowerment event and apparel brand. After experiencing the tremendous difference self-development made in her own life, she knew she had to share the benefits with others. Megan is your hype girl. Trust me, I've seen this firsthand. Her mission is to facilitate fun, connection, and transformation in a community that is supportive for women that are ready to step up into the woman they are meant to be. Oh, girl, you are so speaking my language. I love it. I absolutely love it. So um, this is so cool. I'm really excited to have you on today's episode so that we can share all of this amazingness with so many women who need to hear the message. I know for myself, personal development um, will forever and always be a continuous journey, something mm-hmm. that I'm very excited about instead of feeling like, oh, there's more work to do, which trust yes. those moments come. Those moments do come, but they don't last as long as they used to, which is um, part of that whole developmental component um, to be able to embrace the struggle and not have it last as long as it might have before been as detrimental. (laughs) So I'm curious, um, what, what got you, like, what was the thing that said, I am going to start Rise Up, Shine Bright? How did this all become? Yeah, so it was totally an accident. This was not a plan to start a business out of this at all. Um, So like you mentioned, um, my entrepreneurial journey has been about seven years. And what the bulk of that has been is in a network marketing company. So my background is in nursing. I was doing that for about five years. And I was just like, bored and unhappy and just really not feeling fulfilled. I couldn't figure out what it was. Um, But then I was introduced to a network marketing company through a friend and being a part of that, there's a ton of self-development mixed in with it. Like you really got to work on yourself to overcome all the crap you tell yourself that like holds you back from being success, successful in quotation marks. Um, So I really fell in love with the personal growth and development side of the business. My plan was to just keep building that business. And that was going to be like my new life and my stream of income. And then what I found was I became super addicted to the personal growth and development. And I saw what an impact it was having on, on myself and people were noticing a change in me as well, like in a good way. So I just felt this desire to share how I was doing that work on myself. So I decided to throw this little event together. I think there were like 40 of us or so, like some friends came and their friends and um, another friend of mine, we co-hosted this event at the time. And it was so much fun and it was a huge hit. Everyone loved it. And they're like, well, you got to do another one. So my friend and I at the time were like, okay, like maybe we can make this one a little more legit. Like we'll go on Eventbrite and sell tickets and things and like 
bring in some guest speakers. Again, it was still just like fun at that point. There was really no long-term vision for these events. So we did that. That was last April, so a year in April. And that one like literally blew our minds away. And that's when I knew that there was something special happening here because I was seeing the impact it was having on all the women there. And it really like filled a place in my soul that like it was like I almost didn't know that that existed before. It was beautiful. And so at that point, I was like, okay, I think this is something special and I need to lean into this. And then we planned another one and that one just grew even more. And it was like more thought out, you know, um, we brought in more speakers and like every event has just gotten better and better and better. And it's just like made me more excited. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm making this a business. And since then I've kind of been all in and have taken the reins. My friend isn't doing it with me anymore. Um, cause at the time we were really just doing this for fun. Um, but now this is my baby. And then the apparel has kind of gone along with it as like a beautiful, um, part to just go along to continue to spread the message in between the events. I love it. So is that a Lotus flower that is? Yep. So I'll show you here. I'm wearing the shirt now. It's a, a blend of a Lotus and a crown. So when I was trying to figure out something to call all of this, because the event was actually called soul Sunday before, because we held it on a Sunday and, you know, it was filling our souls, yada, yada. But then when I was thinking about turning this into a business and making a t-shirt, I was like, no one wants a shirt that says soul Sunday, right? Like it's kind of like you go to a concert and you buy the shirt and you wear it once and then you just wear it to bed. Like that's no fun. I can do better than that. So I was trying to think of like a catchy phrase that we could put on our, our shirt that was empowering and rise up, shine bright kept coming to me. So then I started like looking into what those words meant and rise up. That's the Lotus. So that's the, you know, the Lotus rises out of the murky waters into this beautiful flower. It's that transformation piece. And then the shine bright, that's the crown of just shining your light um, onto other people, opening that path for other people. And yada, yada. There it is. I love it. That's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It's really fun to put together. I have so many thoughts in my head right now. So being... <laughs> From a nursing background, right? How is it that you were able to let go of number one, all of the education that you invested in, all of the years, the dedication to this profession, to actually be able to listen to your intuition, follow your heart, and start living your life purpose? That is where I find most people get stuck. They, the resistance comes in, they think of the time, energy, and finances that have been invested into their education, and they think, oh my gosh, I have to, this is the only career path I can follow because I've already put so much time, pain, energy, suffering, resources into this thing. So how were you able to get past that and move through that transition and actually embrace what your true purpose is? Mm. What a beautiful question. So what led me into nursing was the fact that I really love helping people. It wasn't even the medicine part of it. Like I found that was interesting, but I've always been a natural caregiver. I've always wanted to just help other people. So when I got into network marketing and then into this business, it was, it was a very natural progression for me. And it just, it felt so good. And it was really just pulling on me where in my nursing job, there was so much resistance. Mm -hmm. And I just realized I was like, 
this isn't how I want to feel all the time. Like outside of the job actually being physically challenging and working shift work and imagining like growing a family and all of those things alongside of it. And like, it's good money, but it's not great compared to what you're actually doing for the job. I was just like, I don't care how much time and effort and things I've put into my education when there's something out there that just feels so much better. So it was like, I've just learned to give myself permission to let go of what I thought my life was going to look like and that path that I was on mm. to really go in a way that I know I'm supposed to be on. And I've talked to friends about this before and I've seen them struggling through school, like finishing something because they were supposed to or because their parents helped pay for it. And that just like kills me. It's so sad. Right. And I think there's, there's just, um, yeah, that expectation to, impress and serve other people and we forget about ourselves and a lot of that yeah and I think it's also maybe it's a newer generation thing too like people younger than both of us even that life doesn't have to look like it did for our parents where you went to work you know in the same job for 40 years to get your pension all of that it's becoming more um flexible and just really looking different work these days yeah, which is such a great thing. Um, you know, that's one thing people always tell me I'm like crazy as a mother because I have two daughters. My oldest daughter is going to be 24. My youngest daughter just turned 19. With my oldest daughter, she did not really embrace school. She really struggled and it just wasn't her thing. And so I told her all the time, like, Hannah, you don't have to know what, what it is that you're supposed to do right now. You just have to follow your heart's calling and you have to do what you feel excited about, what brings you joy. And she is literally living her best life. So ever since she was this little girl, she's always loved exotic sports cars. And she didn't take the traditional path of going to college. I just encourage her, follow your heart, follow your heart. When you follow your heart, your purpose will come and then you will be rewarded. But when we search, when we search for and try to follow the abundance, we typically aren't acting in alignment with what our true heart's desire is. And therefore we're presented with all of these hardships and heartaches, regardless of whether or not we have financial security. So anyway, with Sienna, she is living her best life. She's 24 years old. She's managing a team of about 40 individuals. She is in charge of hundreds of exotic cars that she gets to drive Lamborghinis and Ferraris. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Highway. I'm like, you go girl, you know, back home, uh, we grew up we were from the Midwest. And so back in the Midwest, you know, Hannah's like a, a celebrity because here's this gorgeous young lady driving up and down the coast in yeah. and Ferraris, right? Like, <laughs> so, and then, but my youngest, she has a significant desire to be an entrepreneur and she really likes marketing and graphic design. And so she is doing the traditional college path. Like for myself, I didn't decide until I was 30 what I wanted to do. And then I followed the clinical path to become a registered dietitian, started practicing, realized this is in alignment with how I want to practice and help people become healthy and stay healthy. And so um, it was a big risk to, you know, being a single mom, having no financial support to say, okay, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to start my own business. We're going to make this work. But I just knew innately that that's where I was meant to serve. And it literally is the most fulfilling 
thing because I wake up every day just loving what I do and so excited about being able to offer up assistance to those where I know it's going to serve them in the greatest way. So hats off to you, girlfriend. I am so proud of you for following your heart and um, being able to motivate and encourage other women. So what age group do you focus on? I would say most people that are attracted to this brand and the events are like mid-20s to mid-40s and then definitely someone either side as well. I recently actually did a keynote for a group of high school students and that was amazing. That was really, really cool. It was terrifying, just being totally honest. It was one of my first times doing anything like that. Um, but I feel like that's a really awesome age group where you can really make an impact. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's more of that kind of coming in. But yeah, generally, I'd say like 20s to 40s. That's fabulous. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. And it just made me think when you were talking about like not being on the traditional path or leading that is like you said, it took you till you were 30 to figure out what you wanted to do. And like, I think that's amazing, right? Like we don't have to stay on that same path that we put ourselves on coming out of school, like 40, 50, 60, like who knows when things are going to end. So I just think that life is way too short to stay unhappy and not follow your heart and just stay in your head. <laughs> I agree so, so much. I, I can't agree with you more than so let's talk to the audience and I want, I want you to tell from your perspective, um, kind of your experience of how to identify and overcome limiting beliefs and to get what you want out of life. Because ultimately you had to let go of a lot of belief systems that you inherited in terms of your education and the way that you were supposed to practice to be able to follow your heart and live in alignment with your purpose. So how does one get started with that? Hmm. Honestly, I didn't even know that there was so much of this junk and crap like holding me back. I just wasn't educated. I didn't know anything about limiting beliefs and even really personal growth and development. Like there weren't tools that I grew up with becoming right. self-aware. Um, so when I got started with again, my network marketing business, which just has taught me so much. Like now I can see that it was really just priming me for where I am. Um, I did some coaching with um, a mindset coach at that time. And she really cracked me open and was like, whoa, you have a lot of stories that are preventing you from really stepping into who you're meant to be. So it was identifying like, where are these beliefs coming from? And I couldn't believe how far back I had to go to see that because one of my main limiting beliefs was that I'm not good enough or I'm not confident enough to become who I want to be or to achieve what level of success I want. Um, yeah, and it was just amazing to go back to things that were said to me as a child, other people's beliefs, whether they were true or not, that I adopted as my own that I then for years went around and collected tons of stories to give myself more evidence that these things were true. And so when she helped me identify these limiting beliefs and realize that they were someone else's story that I had just adopted as my own, that I could start letting them go. And then when I bumped up against these limiting beliefs, because we do over and over and over, even when we've done the work, 
inserting tools like affirmations and journaling and visualization and things like that help me push those things aside, um, remind myself that they're not real and getting to choose again is what has really helped me overcome them mm. and yeah, kind of move forward. I love that. I also like the fact that you identify these things are going to continue to present themselves along yeah. the And I know I've been on my personal development journey for quite some time. And there was a point where I was at that like 10 year mark of really investing a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of coaching, all of it, you know, everything possible. And um, I started bumping up against things, right? And I started getting like so frustrated. I was like, what the hell? You know, man, I've already invested financially, mentally, emotionally, physically. At what point do I, do I get to be done? Like I just yeah. done with doing the work. And then I had this revelation and I recognized, okay, this resistance, this trigger that I'm feeling actually a learning lesson that I get to experience that's going to allow me to experience massive growth on the other end. So I really had to learn to embrace and lean into the uncomfortable moments because that's where all the beauty and magic actually happened. And the more yes. I could adopt that as reality and accept it for what it was, that this journey is continuous, this you know, it's forever and always, and that truly we can't control the circumstances in life. But when we recognize that all of our power lies in our ability to control how we respond to the circumstances, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, like mind blowing, orgasmic, <laughs> like, ooh, you know, and so, um, I think that that's like the really important part for people to understand, especially when they get started on their self-development journey, that it's ugly. It's uncomfortable. It isn't this like mind blowing experience right away. It's literally tiny little pieces of the puzzle that you inherited and you're taking those pieces out and you're plugging in new pieces that actually serve you and your purpose. And so you have to be patient and you have to approach it with yeah. and compassion. And it's not easy. Yes. It's not easy. It can be really ugly for sure, but it's, it's always worth it because what's on the other side is amazing. And you haven't experienced that yet until you go through all of that discomfort. Right. I think it's sad that we've been conditioned as a society um, globally to expect quick fixes. Mm -hmm. The expectation is, hurry up, put a Band-Aid on it, let's move along. And the reality is, is that that's what keeps us truly stuck and feeling so insufficient and out of alignment with what our heart's desire and true purpose actually is. And when we can accept that you have to actually put the work in, you can't delegate it, you can't hire somebody else to come in and do all the work and then hand yeah. it and say, here you go. No, you gotta, you have to go through the trenches. Yeah, absolutely. So what awesome things. So what, so tell me this for yourself, tell me about investing time and money into self-development and how that has served you. Yeah, it kind of comes back to what you were just saying too, is like, 
people want that quick fix. And I think that honestly, that's why a lot of people don't even attempt this is because they either know it's going to be a lot of work or they know it's going to be uncomfortable. Um, but if I didn't have someone help guide me through this, I knew that when it got hard because of my history and my pattern, especially in like high school and university and things, when things got hard and uncomfortable, that's when I retreated. So I really needed to invest myself like financially and time-wise into a coach, into different communities, masterminds and things, because not only did they know more than me and they could help like give me the tools to go through these um, developments, but they, when you put money into something, there's more skin in the game and it's like the ultimate accountability Absolutely. versus just like picking up a book, you know, and being on my own terms. Some people are better at that than others. But for myself, I knew that I, I really needed that accountability and it was going to come when I, when I put the money up basically. <laughs> and the time part is, um, like you were saying, like it's not an overnight fix, but it's so worth it. So instead of spending my evenings watching Netflix and all of these things, which, you know, I do on occasion, but that's when I spend my time working on myself. Right. So it's, letting go of some other things so that I can grow myself because I know, know how much it's moving my life forward and in the way that I want it to. Absolutely. That's beautiful. I think statistically, and I, I don't know the statistic, but I know it's like ridiculous. The amount of people who invest in going to like self-development um, conferences and reading books they read them and then they're all excited and they leave the event or they're done with the book and then they take zero action. Zero yep. action. Guilty. <laughs> so I think that that is where the accountability component investing in um, some sort of like accountability program, whether it's a one-on-one -on -one sort of group coaching um, can be really beneficial you know, as a dietitian, people come to me all the time and they're like, well, can I just get a meal plan? And I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, you can just get a meal plan. You can go on Google and download a meal plan. But the likeliness of you actually following that is zero. Like, yep. zero. because Absolutely. that's the problem is. The problem yes. is about what you should be eating. The problem is all of the barriers that stand in the way that keep you from being able to make the choices that are in your best interest. And so that's why coaching yeah. is so important because number one, it needs to be individualized and you do need to have a professional mm -hmm. who has an understanding of the process and the challenges that are going to present themselves along the way and what, what makes you susceptible to specific challenges that are going exactly. to and then how can you problem solve and so come up with realistic solutions that are going to help get you through that and over to the other side so that you can experience the growth, have the self-confidence, uh, you know, build that self-efficacy, that belief in yourself that you can actually do it. That's what you're investing in. You're not, you're investing in the, yes. like someone yes. in your hand and ensuring that you have the support you need behind you. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hours and hours. So with that being said, I know. let's talk about that support piece and like finding your tribe, finding your people, um, who build you up, you know, make you that, that hype 
that hype girl like you. Oh my God. When I met you, I was like, oh, I need Megan in my corner. Like Megan has to be one of my girls because you really are an individual <laughs> that just, it, you radiate such awesome vibes. Like your vibes are so good. You put such positive energy out there. And then when you smile, like you just radiate. So talk, let's talk about Thank that and finding your people. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, I haven't always been that way, to be honest. Um, I found my community, again, through network marketing, another draw there was the people were so positive and uplifting and encouraging. And I had never really been around a community like that. When I was in high school, I, there were a lot of things that I wanted to do. But again, I had told myself that I wasn't good enough to do it and yada, yada. So I tended to hang out with other people that made me feel better about myself because they weren't really pushing themselves. So it was like, it let me off the hook a lot. Um, so it wasn't always the best environment. So then when I, after university and meeting new people and kind of getting away from small towns and things like that, um, I couldn't believe what a difference it made in myself when I was around that type of energy. It was amazing. And I'm sure you've read it before and heard it that you're the average of like the five people that you spend the most time with even comes down to like, even financially, like how much money you're making, what your house looks like, like all those things. So I couldn't believe the impact it was having. And then another thing that's made a huge difference is going. So we met at event love, which was the training in January. Yeah. And, um, if I wasn't in circles like that, and now I'm in a mastermind with Lindsay right now, I wouldn't continue to push myself to level up. So like, I always want to be around people that are, are a little further ahead because I learn so much from them. And there's this whole thing of seeing other people go first. And it's like, they're all extending these arms, like come along with me. And we're all learning so much from each other. And it's just so powerful to be a part of. That's exciting. It's almost like they kind of grant you permission to be you and to evolve into exactly what it is you're meant to Exactly. You know, and it's funny because you mentioned event love and I was sitting here thinking to myself, you know how they say you can't buy friends? Well, that's kind of bullshit because what I have experienced <laughs> is that with every time I've made an investment in a program, an event, where I've had exposure to like-minded people who have been encouraging yes. and supportive, they have become my tribe. And so you yeah. and I invested in event love, which had a very, very high dollar price tag on it for that short period that we were there. Um, however, the friendships that came from that and the uh, alliances have been so immense that I can't put a price tag on, on yes. this tribe, right? Yep, so exactly. I think it's kind of bullshit to say you can't buy your friends because ultimately I love that. not in all mine. Yeah, that's amazing. It's so true. And, and I've still kept in touch with so many women from there, which just continues to open up like relationships and opportunities. And, and I knew Lori and Lindsay knew that that would happen. Right. Like they knew that value was there also. Yeah, um, yeah it's just been incredible. That's so awesome. And it's so funny because I know for myself that the more I've invested, the more I've intended, attended in these different events, um, the smaller the world gets. 
I'm like, I like even on Instagram, I'm like seeing yesterday I saw, um, two people that I am connected to that I did not know had any idea of who they, who each other were, were actually doing an Instagram live thing together. And Ooh. I was like, Oh my gosh, there's blah, blah, blah. And there's, da, da, da. I was like, how did that, the world is so small, you know, it really is because we think it is. So yeah, yeah. so crazy. I, I absolutely love it. Um, I think what you're doing is beautiful and it's so much needed in this world. So how do you find the time to build your business and still raise a family and do all of the things? Well, to be honest, I don't do it all like perfectly every day. Every day looks different, especially right now during this interesting time that we're in. Um, I've learned to really just like release expectations, especially in the last few months of where I thought I might be or what I thought my days might look like. And it really just comes down to, you know, each day looking at like, where can I fit in these little pockets of time to work on myself and work on my business, but then also just be really present with my boys and my family when they're here too. And that has been a huge learning curve especially when I'm really excited about something new in my business. Um, I have a, a really hard time shutting that off yeah. and giving my boys the attention that they need or vice versa. You know, I'm like super into the family time and seeing that they really need me. So then it's like, it's just been very interesting trying to figure it out. And I'm, I'm still figuring it out all the time. But what I know for sure is that it's, just really worth it to get um, intentional with my time yeah. and asking for help. Like my husband is super helpful and I had a ton of mom guilt when I first started doing this. But now I realize that if I didn't ask for help and say like, look, you need to do the boys bedtime tonight and stuff, which isn't a problem because he's just amazing that I wouldn't be on this path, which I know is showing them a side of me that is going to inspire them one day too. You know, they're out seeing mom in the trenches, doing the work, falling down, getting back up again. And I'm doing that for them because I want them to have an amazing life too. But I also want them to see like that their life can look however they want it to. So yeah, it's, it's balance, whatever balance is <laughs> taking it day by day yeah. and letting go of mom guilt and asking, asking for help and really relying on that tribe. I love it. Those are all such valid, valid, important points that you make um, that most individuals have a lot of resistance around, especially women. We, we tend mm -hmm. to feel pressured to have to do it all and do it perfectly while in the perfect body. And the reality is none of that is actually realistic. And so yeah we do have to identify where we can delegate, where we can ask for help in order to be able to bring some sort of balance in and feel like we're filling all of the cups across the board. Otherwise we just burn out. And I'm so glad that that whole era of like rise and grind is finally <laughs> finishing because it was so freaking unhealthy and it was so disturbing because what I saw through that whole process is people's health just absolutely fall apart. They're 
emotional and physical well-being and then not just that but also the relationships that they held with others because it was like no you got to grind you got to work 20 hours a day and you blah 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 and it was like no the less i work the more i accomplish you know what i mean That's amazing. Yeah. yeah like literally because i have to build in that time to refill my cup like for instance last weekend i got away I, I went up to northern california and i went to mount shasta which is like a very spiritual energetic healing place it's just it oh gosh it holds such a sacred. it looks incredible so beautiful and i was it, initially i was feeling a lot of guilt because there's this project that i'm working on and i'm really wanting to get it done, but I also knew that if I would have stayed home and tried to work on it, it just would not have happened. It wouldn't have been in alignment. And so I went, took the trip, filled up my cup, and then came back so energized and so ready to like slay, put the work in and face some of the things that I was having resistance around in order to bring this thing to life. So um, it's important for us to listen to our intuition and be honest with ourselves about what we can actually achieve. There are days where I wake up and I'm like, you know, I'm canceling all of my appointments. I just don't have the energy to put into it today. And it's not fair to the other person who is supposed to be receiving something. I need to fill my cup back up in order to give them what they need. And that's hard for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. That's super powerful that you can make those decisions and just know what, know what you need yes. to serve others as well. Yeah. Well, that's something I had resistance around for a long time. I've, I, you know, have been conditioned to be codependent, be a people pleaser, be a perfectionist. I have serious fear of rejection and abandonment, yep. not feeling worthy and deserving. And so those were all the driving factors that kept me in this state of coming from a place that was just not in alignment with what I was supposed to be doing. So when I realized that I'm not being selfish, I'm actually doing what is needed in order to serve others better, when I could accept that and realize that's where my power actually lied, um, it just made everything flow effortlessly and so fulfilling, so. Oh, I think that's so amazing. If only more people could learn to work from that place, because I think most people work from the place where you used to be. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's like trusting that if you give yourself that space, mm -hmm. things will show up even better than you can imagine. Right. And I think it's important for people to recognize that initially, because we've denied ourselves that for so mm -hmm. long, we've suppressed it you know, pretended like it didn't exist. Initially, when you start going through this process, there is going to be a demand for more and more of me time and diving into the development and doing the things that are important in order to support yourself to build the confidence so that later on down the line, you can serve others and you don't have to take as much time to refill that cup. Yeah. Because you know what tools and resources work for you. You can utilize them, honor what is needed, and then be right back out there doing what you need to do to serve and fulfill that purpose. So right. sign me up. That's yeah. the perfect place to be. <laughs> exactly. 
Well, I absolutely adore the work that you're doing. I'm so proud of you for being able to step up and honor what your purpose is and take the risks, financially invest in yourself, you know, follow the program, the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows. I'm so, so excited to see where your journey goes. And Thank you. Uh, I look forward to collaborating in the future. I think that both of our purposes and missions that we're working on are very much in alignment. And if it weren't for Event Love, we would have never crossed paths. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful. And I just want to say one thing because I think it's important and it's kind of a funny story just before we wrap up. So I don't know how you felt when you walked into Event Love, but when I first walked through those doors, it brought back a lot of feelings of when I was in high school. I went completely into judgment and comparison of putting myself up against all these women that, you know, were so much further along than me and all of this stuff. And Lori and Lindsay were really good at like breaking that shit down real quick. Yeah. But I just want to let you know that when I met you, I was like, wow, like, look at this woman. She is so powerful. She's beautiful. The way you spoke, everything. I was like, in my mind, she's so much better than me. Like I put you on this pedestal. But what I learned over the first few days there was that, you know, we're all equal and we're all here to learn from each other and all those things. So I told myself, I was like, Heather is the woman that I need to meet and spend time with because I think there's a really beautiful lesson here. And when I did, I think I came and sat down next to you one day or one day we ended up sitting together and I was just like, it was such a great lesson for me because I felt like your energy and your love and obviously you were so kind and welcoming and all those silly things I told myself at the beginning went right out the window. But it just really reminded me that, you know, we are all equal and we can all really learn from each other. And just we got to let go of that stuff that we tell ourselves because it really does hold us back. You know, had I not done that, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. So I'm just really happy that I, I had the ability to overcome that and that I've gotten to meet you and you're just incredible and your, your powerfulness and beauty and everything is just, it's so wonderful and you embrace it and share it so well. So, so thank you. Thought my, that was a funny story. <laughs> tears in my eyes. Thank you very much for sharing that and being so authentic and transparent because we all had those same fears walking into that room. And I know for myself that if Lindsay and Lori had been honest about what we were actually walking into, okay, yeah. I would have never invested the money. I know. That's so true. Um, I don't want to do all that. Yeah. It surprised me because I truly did go into that experience thinking, this is going to help me become a better speaker and I'm going to be able to learn how to put on events and empower other people. And ultimately yeah. the whole thing was about me and breaking down the barriers and the walls that were holding me back yeah. and recognizing that we are all the same. We all have the same fears. We all have the same uh, desires to ultimately live in our life purpose and empower as many others as we possibly can. Yeah. So they, they, they executed it perfectly because I don't think many of us would have showed up to do that work if we had truly known what we were <laughs> getting 
to. And I don't know about you, but for myself, the last experience that we had walking out of that ballroom was the most impactful one for me. And that's when we did the, um, the angel walk. That was, I did not recognize until that moment how hard and difficult it was for me to receive from others. And that really smacked me in the face because I, I recognize I am a giver. I am a lover. I am a supporter. I am an empower, but I also in return need those things. And I had been denying myself of all of those beautiful gifts that everyone had to offer. Like you just, you know, expressing this, um, had you said this to me prior to that experience, I probably would have been like, no, 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 you're crazy. No, no, no. What are you talking about? But now I can openly receive that gift from you and allow it to truly fulfill my heart and know that I am working in alignment with what I desire. And it really means a lot to hear it. So thank you for that. Um, you're, you're such a beautiful human. I, I absolutely love you. You just light up rooms and... I really hope that in the future, you and I are going to be on stage together, being able to collaborate and motivate and inspire a group of amazing women who possess all of the same characteristics we do. They just don't know yet. That's right. Yes. I love it. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Oh, I I adore you, Megan. So where can everybody find you? So Instagram is my favorite place to hang out. My handle there is riseup.shinebright. And where we're in this interesting time right now, we're not doing any in-person events. So I have a Facebook community where we're showing up and serving there. There's lots of amazing free calls from tons of leaders all over North America in there. If anyone wants to join, if this feels in alignment with you, it's um, just Rise Up, Shine Bright community. I love it. So speaking of expectations, we started January going to this event, planning out the rest of our year with these live in-person events yes. we're going to execute. And yeah. then within weeks, we're smacked in the face with borders closed, travel shut down, no gatherings larger than 10. And initially, I did feel defeated. I was like, I want my money back. What am I going to do? I can't even use this. I and know. Really, the reality is that it was a gift in a sense to show us that we can, again, we can't control the circumstances, but we can control how we choose to respond. And there's always a win if we choose to see the possibilities and whatever it might be. So I think it's great that you are um, utilizing this community and offering up so much support and guidance for for everyone especially during this difficult time so tell me where i can go to get one of those badass shirts because that's (laughs) so much in alignment and i need that i need that shirt so where can i go all right thank you yeah and we have some really fun stuff coming out in the next few weeks so riseupshinebright.ca is the website and i've created a unique discount code for all of your listeners just podcast 15 We'll save you 15% on your order. Awesome. Well, I will make sure that we attach all of these ways that they can connect with you in the show notes um, when this is released. And I thank you so much for being here thank with you. Me. This is amazing. Story, and I just adore you. And I know that the rest of the world is going to want to 
hop on board and follow the Megan train because she is <laughs> a girl. You have to be connected with her. She's amazing. Thank so. you, Heather. My cheeks hurt from smiling. This is really yeah. fun. Oh, smiling is such a good thing. I love it. <laughs>